Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Lovely day here on this Saturday. Tech Talk underway. Doug Swinhart joins us. Shaletta Brundage is our producer on this Saturday. And here's the number if you want to talk computers with Doug. 651-989-9226. Now you can call or text. Text, great way to go. 651-989-9226 is the uh, number. Doug, how have you been? Absolutely wonderful, Steve. Very, very busy. Yeah, and busy is a good thing. It, it is a great day, as I pointed out. And uh, once again, if you're not outside and near your computer, or maybe you're out on the deck or patio with your computer, feel free to give us a call if you're having problems with your uh, computer, hardware, software, whatever. But, uh, Doug, a, a bit of a battle brewing, and you brought this topic up a little bit earlier, and, and it is worth bringing up. Uh, there's a lot of excitement in the computer world about Apple's new chip and the chip they're using and a battle brewing between Apple and Intel. Tell us more. Well... The, some of the new ads that uh, Intel is uh, putting out, they actually features the guy that was hired by Apple many years ago. He was uh, well, kind of a laid-back-looking guy, and, well, dude, it's, uh, got, my, got my Mac, and he was with Pure Mac. Well, and they get on this ad, and if you run as a Google search, uh, Intel slams uh, Apple, or whatever you put in, you're going to get literally hundreds of thousands of results. There's a buzz in the community. People think that what Intel is doing, using their advertising dollars to really slap Apple because of they're not no longer buying Intel chips, is really kind of a cheap shot. And I would have to agree with that. I don't know how much good this is going to do Intel. I, I just and of course you know the CEO says, "Oh, it's just humor, just all in good humor." Just you know, people got to learn to laugh, but. When you start talking about a pro book being a back book and making comparisons on air that that really are just a bit over the top, I think this is going to actually harm Intel more than it will help them. Kind yeah. of a sad day. Yeah, and are they talking about this new M1 chip? Is that what we're referring to? Yeah, well, see, the, 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 they're buying ARM chips now, and so they're not buying the chips from Intel. And the, the whole motivation, people think that it's Intel just being nothing more than vindictive. And that is kind of the way it looks. No matter how cute you think you are, yeah, it's just not done. And they're pushing Asus computers, and they're pushing several other PC-style computers, all mobile devices. And they hold a Mac up in one hand and talk about how outdated it is. The reality is, is these MacBook Pros, there's still manufacturers just catching up with the 2009, 2010, and 11 and 12 MacBook Pro technology. So I think that's a little over the top. Yeah, so uh, the, the chip war is heating up. And it, it's funny you bring that up 
because there has been talk around the house of us buying a Mac Mini. And in our house and our, our daughters over the years and my wife, uh, she has a uh, MacBook Air, and that is a work-related computer. So mm-hmm. uh, right now I'm running the show on an old uh, Mac desktop. This this has got the big old aluminum case and so on and so forth. So we've had a lot of them over the years, but we're thinking about buying the new Mini, and it's $699. But you read about this thing and talk to people about the Mini. Now, it, it is a full-blown computer. It, it's just you got to buy a monitor for it and you know so on and so forth. But I've heard really good things about that machine for $699. I think it might be one of the best values Apple is presenting to the public at this point. Uh, some of their machines are way, way expensive. But at the same time, it's a lot of computer. Uh, for what you're using that for, that little mini ought to be just a ticket. I think that you'll do yourself a very, very big favor by getting one of them. I think it's a nice machine. I don't think you have to worry about it at all. Everything that I read about that line of uh, 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 Apple this year, that's one of the computers that's going to stand out as a front runner, one of the bigger sellers. I think they're going to have great success with that model. And I'd like to see you get one. They're a nice machine. Yeah, and Doug, we've talked about this equipment over the years, and we do get a lot of calls about Macs, certainly more calls about Windows-based machines, and rightfully so, there are more in the marketplace. But uh, for years and years, we've talked about it. You are generally going to spend more for Apple equipment, but it, it all gets back to what you get what you pay for, and generally the equipment's been very good over the years. Oh, I couldn't agree more. Uh, Apple went out of their way, especially during the the time period of of 2008 and forward. But the 2010, 11, and 12 MacBook Pros set standards that were just phenomenal at the time. Uh, The dual-band Wi-Fi, for example, that that came out in Apple in 2009 and 2010. Many manufacturers didn't start to put them in their laptops or their mobile devices until 2017 and 18. Well, that alone is, is a huge, huge advantage. But you're right. Apples are a little bit more expensive. Personally, I think they're worth the money. I like Apple products. I like the Mac run, too. Just, I think they're gorgeous equipment. And from 2017 forward, they're not going to be near as easy to work on. Some guys that are doing what I do for a living, they won't touch a 2018 and above. I haven't looked at them yet. I'm waiting to see if I can get a hold of some manuals. But I think that they're, as far as the consumer goes, they are beautiful pieces of equipment. You should have no trouble at all with your Apple. All right, quick break. We have more with Doug. We're going to go to the text line. We already have a lot lined up on our text line at 651-989-9226. 9226 is the phone number. Tech Talk with Doug Swindhart on this lovely Saturday here at News Talk. E3OWCCO. 222 on this spectacular Saturday. All right, let's go to the phone lines to start this segment of Tech Talk. Pamela in Maple Grove, you're on the air with Doug. Hello. Hi, um, Doug. This is uh, Pam in Maple Grove. I just have a quick question. I have a really old laptop. And I was told by a person that services my computer that it's pretty much ready for the garbage. 
it was from 2000. Um, I'm just trying to figure out if there's any way to find out if, if it's even worth doing anything with it. Oh, sure. Bring it down. I'll, I'll run a diagnostics. I, I'm not big on throwing equipment away. And a lot of these machines can be converted to a Linux system. And they run and run and run. And I don't ever charge for diagnostics. So nothing ventured, nothing gained. Uh, bring it down and I'll have it a couple of days and run diagnostics and tell you what you have. And if it's not worth your time or, or money, I'll certainly tell you that right up front. But that's would it be rare. something I would go to Best Buy and throw it at them or what would I do? Well, you could. I, I don't think they'll do as thorough di- diagnostics as I do. I, um, I, I don't have other equipment for you to buy and that's not my motivation. My motivation is to keep the planet clean. And if you can get another 10, 15 years out of this, even if it's a backup computer, it's well worth it to spend a couple hundred bucks and put it together as long as you don't spend more than the the value of the machine. I would take then. What would be the next? Or just bring it down, drop it off, leave it with me a couple of days. All right, Pamela, thanks for the call. By the way, we'll have Doug's phone number and email so you guys can get together. But this is a great point and a great topic. And there are a lot of old computers that have may, may, maybe been sitting around, not been used. Um, if, you, if you can get them to fire up, they probably can be repurposed and used, especially if you just want to get online, that sort of thing. Oh, absolutely. And some of the customers that have been on my books for a number of years now, Steve, we've corrected some of their old computers, even when they bought new ones. And when they bring a, a, a new computer or a newer computer over, maybe it needs to have Windows reinstalled, they pull the old one out and they at least got access to the net with a Linux system and access to their email. And, you know, computers today are no longer a luxury. They're an absolute necessity just to, just to do any kind of business in this country, in my opinion. So, yeah, it's good to have a backup as well. And as long as you got it all paid for, and hey, might as well just take advantage of it and squeeze as much use out of it as possible. Um, Doug, uh, speaking of upgrading old computers from our text line, someone has a desktop computer, but it doesn't have wireless capability. Is that hard to uh, retrofit, if you will? Oh, not at all. And in fact, a lot of these extenders that you and I have talked about over the years, Steve, they will actually have an Ethernet connection on the bottom of them. If you're close to your plug-in, which you got to have the computer plugged in, if it's a desktop, oh, sure. you get one of these extenders for $30, $40, connect it to your Wi-Fi, and run a cable right straight to your computer. They run like the wind. It's really a, a probably the best solution there is. Plus, you can get adapters and install in them. But I really like the extender. These extenders, they once they connect up to your Internet, they stay in place. And that's just working like a bridge or a gateway. Plus, you will increase the amount of power for your Wi-Fi around your house just by having that other extender. This is a great solution. Yeah, that's no reason to get rid of them. Not at all. All right, uh, Doug, uh, speaking of old computers, here's one for you. I'm looking for a solution to be able to read floppy disks that were created on a Mac SE. Wow. Oh, that's that's way back. We're uh, He's probably looking at a, at a, a three-and-a-half-inch, the, the, the first... So to say, kind of, they were the they were the hard plastic ones. Yeah, and these to read that he's going to actually have to find an SE or create a virtual box using um, uh, Oracle's uh, virtual box software, which you can download for free, and find that Mac SE 
workstation operating system and install it in a virtual machine. That's going to be a lot of work. I think on this particular case, I probably would recommend that that person just take that thing, run right down to Astound. Uh, people know that they're good for pictures and that kind of thing at Astound, but this is probably right up in their wheelhouse as well. They've got the equipment to, to read those things, and that's what counts. Yeah, and that, that is the big key is the, the hardware to be able to read that and in some way, shape, or form convert it into a new format. Um, and, and when we, we've done house cleaning, I'll find an old box from years ago and three moves ago and dig around in there and, and I'll find stuff like that. It, it's like right now I I'm hanging on to it, but I have hundreds of cassettes, air checks from early in my career, and I still have a working cassette deck and every now and then I'll, um, throw in one of these old tapes for a laugh or two and. Uh, oh, absolutely! Yeah, I'm just but, glad you didn't. I'm glad you didn't say eight track. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't found any eight tracks lately. I, I think those are long gone. Yeah, good point, Doug. By the way, our number is six five one nine eight nine nine two two six, and you can call or text any of our programs here on News Talk E three O W C C O. My laptop made a siren warning sound. Then a message popped up. We ran into a problem, and your computer needs to restart. Any ideas? I have never heard of a computer making a noise like that, but what could be going on? Malware. Ah. No doubt in my mind. Absolutely, it's malware. That, that, that's not uh, that's, it's very unprofessional, and it's meant to create panic and alert. And Yeah, no, that, I would reboot that computer, download <clears throat> ADW Cleaner from uh, Malware Bytes, and clean it, you'll probably be taken care of. And, in fact, might not even be on your computer, probably in your temporary files picked up from a web server or some virus crawling around as a worm virus. But that's malware, no doubt in my mind. Yeah, and uh, let's go back to ADW Cleaner. That's A is an apple, D is in dog, W is in WCCO, right? Exactly. Uh, and that's at Malware Bytes. It's a free program meant to clean and sanitize a computer before you install antivirus, just in case something's wrong. And the nice thing about that is a lot of the malware and sophisticated viruses will actually look for software that can correct itself, that will take that program out, and they will actually disable it. But with ADW Cleaner, you download it, you install it without rebooting your computer, so it's running in RAM. And these programs can't have a, there's no procedure to check for continuous that it's going to be removed. And that's really the glory of ADW Cleaner. It's just a tremendous, tremendous product. And I can't thank Bellware Bites and the people that created that enough for that product. That has saved me hours and hours and hours of trying to do things by hand. That's a great way to go. All right, quick break. We'll have an update on the glorious Easter weekend weather, and then we'll return with Tech Talk. Here's the number again. Uh, good for a call or a text. 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226. 231-A News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. 
236 here at News Talk, K3OWCCL and the Odyssey app. It's free, downloaded, uh, easy to do. And uh, Odyssey, A U D A C Y, downloaded. It's free. WCCL is available there. And of course, that's where you can catch the Timberwolves tonight because we have the Twins on the radio. Uh, Tech Talk continues. Doug Swindahart, good enough to join us. The number is 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226. We bring up Linux from time to time as being an option uh, for an older Windows-based machine and uh, do the dual boot or uh, convert a machine 100% over to Linux. But, Doug, here's a great question. How do you know what, what version to go with? Oh, that's never an easy question because there are literally hundreds of distributions of Linux. Your best bet is to go to distrowatch.com, D-I-S-T-R-O-W-A-T-C-H.com, and there will list most of the distributions and give you a, a review. You can sort by older equipment, late usage, by country of origin, and take a look at the record of the of the people who are creating it. And that's a big thing, is finding the right distribution that very well could have been programmed from the ground up as an operating system for equipment identical to what you have. Once you find a, a good distribution, I'm very impartial to Linux Mint, but there's some older equipment that I have to reach out and use something different, like um, uh, Puppy Linux, or possibly um, uh, Sparky. There's a bunch of them that are really good. Just, I try to stay within the range that has been built on Debian. D-E-B-I-A-N. Kind of the grandpa of big kernels. And that started out as mostly server, but even they've got desktop uh, software today. Be prepared to spend a little time and enjoy the work. If you take your time and read, you'll get there. You'll find one that works. And what you will learn is absolutely invaluable. All right, Doug, very good. Uh, Linux, though, popular topic as well, particularly to keep old equipment up and running. Um, I, I'm not sure about this question. Maybe you can sort it out. Uh, will fiber optic cable always be superior to uh, Wi-Fi? Uh, they mentioned uh, we talked about it last week. It doesn't ring a bell, but uh, maybe you can fill in the blanks there. You know, I would have said yes several years ago. Today, I'm not so certain. The advances that are co- that are coming with wireless today is phenomenal. And without the friction of a wire, I do believe that eventually the wireless and Wi-Fi technology will surpass the speed of, of wired. At this particular point, the wired inside your house, the actual Wi-Fi, Anything that's running Wi-Fi 6 will keep head-to-head with an Ethernet connection, with a wired connection. So it's um, there's no magic answer here. I I do believe it's going to surpass, especially with what we got going on with Starlink now, the the low-level satellites. Uh, That's going to start out as 150 megabit down, and they want to double that within a year. And they're talking about doubling it again in the next six months. So even your connection for wireless is in a state of flux and evolving faster than the speed of light. We live in interesting times, Steve. We truly do. 
Yeah, and Doug, it really has been a game changer since we started doing the show and talking about this and technology. Um, one of the things that's really taken off is people streaming video. It, it has exploded and, and changed television to the point where a lot of people have given up satellite or traditional cable TV and are going with streaming services or have returned to the old over-the-air antenna. I have one on my roof. I get all the local channels. And now with, with digital television, each local TV station, 2, 4, 5, 11, or 9, 11, uh, there's 23, there's 41, they all have multiple sub-channels as well. So right now, for absolutely free over the air, I'm getting, I don't know, 20, maybe maybe more local TV stations. And then beyond that, you know, the streaming universe has, has opened way up. And as the speeds increase and become more readily available, you're going to continue to see that evolve. And I agree with you, Doug. I think we're going to get to the point where uh, we're, we're going to see wireless internet in in neighborhoods and communities to the point where you won't even need a cable or you won't even need a copper wire coming into your home. Oh, I couldn't agree more. And it's a, this part of, of our civilization, if you will. Uh, right now, as you probably know, Comcast Xfinity is kind of the king of the wire throughout North America. But even they are making great changes and opening up doors so people can download and connect to free TV services over the Internet. They've got a new service now they're calling Flex, where you, you they just take your modem and turn it into a gateway. And they're, they, they've been accused of blocking everything on the planet. And I do know that there's been some movements to contain the free TV, especially with a product called Cody. But Plex TV, if you're not trying to cheat anybody, there's plenty of legal services out there that will deliver TV right to your house. And I think everybody should have a local antenna. Uh, you put them in your attic. The, the quality of these things are second to none. You know, $50, $60 if you live in the metro area, you get a ton of channels. And the thing about these antennas, they're not big and huge and goofy anymore. Some of them are 12, 18 inches tall, 12, 18 inches wide. You know, $40, $50, you connect a cable to them and run them down into, into a splitter, run one off to each television. I think everybody should have one. It just makes sense today. But this business, this part of the industry as well, communications, is changing just as rapidly as computers themselves, maybe even more so. And cutting the cord, or at least trying to lower your expenses, has been on many people's minds for several years now. And it's going to, I think it's going to affect us all. But yeah, this flex plan that that Comcast is offering, I'm going to be looking into that next week, in fact. Good topic, Steve. Very, very good. 2.43, 2.43, 17 minutes now in front of 3 o'clock. Still time to call or text on this lovely Saturday here on Tech Talk, 651-989-9226. Uh, Samsung laptop, uh, probably a good machine, but the keys are starting to stick. What do I do? Oh, I would just go online and find a new keyboard. I'd start at Amazon and I'd go to eBay and... You can find these things for, oh, not much anything. And, in fact, don't be afraid to look for a computer just like yours that somebody might be selling for parts. 
you could have parts for the next several years. I do that all the time. And keyboards, they're pretty simple to replace. If you need to look for a manual, just open up Google and put in your model number plus service manual plus download. You'll probably find one. Also, let me remind you and the rest of the folks, Steve, that ifixit.com, I-F-I-X-I-T.com is a tremendous resource for do-it-yourselfers. And that used to be just strictly for Apple equipment, then it expanded to all computers. Today, they've got people offering advice and step-by-step instructions to repair microwave ovens and refrigerators and televisions and that people are around the planet are contributing to this movement right to repair. And it's coming our way finally, I believe. But you always got to remember, don't be putting earrings on a pig. There comes a point where it's just cost effective to set it aside and go purchase new. But that's rare. I think it's much more rare than what it should be. And I like keeping this equipment going. Yeah, and uh, once again, uh, even a laptop, you can find a keyboard and get that thing swapped out. Then That's certainly good news. 2.45, 15 minutes now in front of three. Let's go to the phone. Robert, Minneapolis, you're on the air with Doug. Hello. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I've got some office questions. Uh, the first is I'm running off of 2003 and do not oh, want to upgrade to, well, I, I don't want to upgrade to 2007 because I print things in book folders. And when you use Office 2007 in book folder, it reduces the font size by 50%. And it can't I know exactly what you're dealing with. Uh, the second question, second question is, um, I'm using Office Compatibility Pack with Windows 7 and Office 2003 so I can uh, open docx, xls files, etc. Um, is there some way, but there's no compatibility pack that'll run on Windows 10. And your best is, bet, your best bet, in my opinion, is to download and install uh, Libre Office Suite, L I B R E Office, O F F I C E dot O R G. And this is open source software. If you like it, you can donate. But when you open up a document in Libray and you go to save it, you can do a save as, and you can look at the amount of file formats that you can cross over with that. This is probably your entire answer. You'd be actually be able to move into Windows 10 with this, and you don't have to have Microsoft Office. There's plenty of Office suites out there. And if you have some difficulty with that, Give me a call sometime next week, and we'll chat about this, and I'll get you going. Yeah, this is um, this is pretty common, what you're dealing with. Many okay. people hang on to this older software just because of the same type of reasons you are. This is a very complex issue, but Labray or OpenOffice, either one of those, I think will be your savior. And thank you for the call, and have a good weekend. All right, Robert, we've got to run to a break. Uh, we'll come back. More Tech Talk. More from the text line, and and we probably have time to squeeze in another call. The number for the text or the call, 651-989-9226 is the phone number. And that's good for all our programs. Uh, Starting on a Saturday morning with Denny Long, Shaletta's show. Uh, I'm on on Saturday afternoons, and then our Sunday programming, and then through the week. 
Dave Lee in the morning news, Corey Hoppola, Chad Hartman, Paul and Jordana, Mike Max, and, of course, Lake Knight with Henry Lake. Right here on News Talk, E3OWCCO. Eight minutes now in front of three o'clock. Now let's go to the text line. Uh, Doug, uh, before we run out of time here on the program, uh, can an HP year 2006 17-inch uh, laptop with Windows Vista uh, be updated? That's a perfect machine for a Linux computer. Absolutely perfect. Uh, and, and just between you and I, Steve, and our audience here, 17-inch laptops are becoming very rare, and the prices are increasing. Some people like those big 17-inch laptops. I kind of like the screen size, but for portability, they're difficult. But absolutely, that should be a good machine as long as it's up and running and it's had good care. should go for another 10, 15 years easy. And if it's running Vista, you probably have a machine that is a 64-bit machine, and it'll run just fine in Linux. Yeah, and, and Doug, a follow-up on that with the, with the 2006 uh, laptop. Uh, what what does it cost to do something like that, to g- get it cleaned up, get the new operating system in there? W- what typically should someone expect to pay? Well, you, I always suggest to people that they try to find somebody that will work for a flat fee and give them the price up front. I've done that for years and you got to work on multiples, but you can make a decent living doing it this way. And I took the approach of I would never, ever charge more than what I would be willing to pay for a computer when it's complete. And I'm a little on the frugal side. Something like that should be able to get it done as long as you're not dealing with data recovery or, or anything drastic, probably less than 100 to $150, and just pump on Linux and put in a – and, you know, what saves us here – are these solid-state drive prices. I put in a 250-gig solid-state drive this morning into a Mac, $28, brand new. Wow. Runs like the wind. This thing just, and that was a 2008 uh, MacBook Pro. Runs, boots in about 30 seconds, just almost goof-proof perfect. I'm trying to make it look like a Mac now. And that'll take a little bit extra time, but I'll put the time in it. And this lady, she'll just be just happy to have this thing. Nice system. No worries about antivirus or malware. Just turn it on and let the good times roll. All right, Doug, we've only got about a minute. Maybe you can delve into this. Um, we, we talked about over-the-air television streaming services a little bit and, and how uh, powerful Internet has really been a game-changer in the television business. Is there a way to know if an IPTV service is legitimate real quickly what is it and how do you know if it's legitimate versus you know pirate or you could get in trouble doing it internet protocol television iptv and you are going to see numerous services popping up there are a ton of good honest free ones out there what you're going to be tempted to pay for is the interface you know, when we turn on DirecTV or, or Comcast, we got that beautiful menu system that we can see what's going to come on and we can record. And that's kind of the, the flux of thing. Uh, Plex.tv, P-L-E-X.tv is one of those interfaces that you can add IPTV services to. Just use your head. And I think that if you're buying something that's located in the U.S., you are safe as far as copyrights. All right. But... Just be prepared. 
If somebody contacts you, you, you might be responsible. But if you didn't know and you didn't do it on purpose, I think you're going to see some very liberal okay. acceptance of that for at least the first couple of years. That's going to change in a hurry, though. All right, very good, Doug. We've got to run. Uh, your phone number and email. Ah, thank you. 651-552-9543. And, of course, WCCOTech.com or admin at WCCOTech.com, 651-552-9543. And enjoy this lovely weather this weekend, Steve. Yeah, beautiful Easter weekend. Doug, always great. We'll talk to you down the road. Sounds good. Bye-bye now. There he is, Doug Swin, a hard tech talk here on this Saturday. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 